if you take a Polaroid of somebody else's life and you take a Polaroid of yours, it's easy to say, well, that person's doing this and this and car and house. But five years from today, we don't know what their life is going to look like. Your life is going to look as quality to the creation that you've made. So it's very easy to take a Polaroid of later on and then be jealous. Just be careful of comparison and make sure you're comparing apples to apples. That is one of the most important valuable lessons for self-worth is just apples to apples comparisons. Welcome to Next Level University. I'm your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I'm your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At NLU, we believe in a heart-driven but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. Our goal with every episode is to help you level up your life, love, health, and wealth. We bring you a new episode every single day on topics like confidence, self-belief, self-worth, self-awareness, relationships, boundaries, consistency, habits, and defining your own unique version of success. Self-improvement in your pocket, every day, from anywhere, completely free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another episode of Next Level University, where we help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed yesterday's episode. Episode number 1,621, Does Fulfillment Require Struggle? Today, for episode number 1,622, an important lesson in comparison. This is something I've seen very often from from dream chasers. You'll be grinding away, and you'll be working really hard, and you'll be sacrificing the now for the future, and you'll be investing money and time and energy and effort into the mission. And you'll come across someone who is just living it up. Maybe they're spending a week in the Bahamas. Maybe they're spending a week in Europe. They're on a backpacking trip. They just bought a new house. Or they bought a new car. And I think we fall into this trap of saying, oh my goodness, that person is doing so much better than I am right now. I told Alan before this episode, I'm going to try to explain something that I do not know how to explain yet. Hopefully it will come through in this episode. This is the way I've always... I won't say I've always thought of it. I'm sure you and I had conversations and maybe you taught me this. I don't know. But just because, let, let me think of an analogy. This is, the, this is the analogy I, the analogy I thought of was this. Just because somebody is at the top of their 10-foot ladder does not mean that you will not be at the top of your 100-foot ladder. Let me explain. What if they go on vacation every single year for a week and they go here and here and here and here, but that's the max. They have gotten to their peak level of quote unquote success. But if you keep doing what you're doing and dream chasing and doing the things that you're working so hard for and building the future that you have designed and you're dreaming about, when you get to your maximum level of success, it will be drastically greater than that. I think of it from the, from the perspective of, okay, that person has $5,000 a year that they can put towards a trip. Awesome. Maybe right now you don't have $5,000 a year to put towards a trip. But what do we think that they're going to have $15,000 a year to put to, towards a trip in five years? Probably not. 
because that's not the way it works for most people. But it doesn't mean it couldn't work that way for you because the benefit of taking a different path and being a dream chaser and having as much growth as you can handle and you're willing to work for and you deserve and the time freedom and all that stuff, it also has the detriments of you look like you're losing a lot longer than other people. Maybe another good analogy, Alan, for this would be you're spending years and years and years putting out in a foundation for your building. Unfortunately, nobody can see the foundation because the foundation is underground. While everybody else is building from the ground up. They don't really have a foundation. So year one, they get to the first floor. Awesome. Year two, second, third, fourth, fifth, however high they're going to go. For you, the first five years, you're just building a foundation. So your sixth year in, you don't just go from floor or ground floor to ground uh, to floor one. You go ground floor to floor two. And then it goes from two to four. And then maybe from four to seven. You can see that 10 years down the line, everybody else is on the top floor of their proverbial building, but you're still growing and growing and growing and growing. So when we're thinking of comparison, I think we forget that maybe someone has a really good life and it looks really good from the outside and we're envious of the vacations and the trips and the cars and all that stuff, but they might be maxed out. They might have made it to the end of their game, quote unquote, and they're not going to grow that much from, from here where you might have another 10 levels to grow. And then you can reap the rewards of those next 10 levels. That was my goal to hopefully convey that in this episode. In my late 20s, I uh, went to a Thanksgiving get-together with my ex-girlfriend and and her family. And there was a couple people that we had gone to high school with that bought a new home, beautiful home. And they both had brand new cars, very, very high-end cars, very nice cars. And they had just gotten married, and they were having a baby. And I actually really adore these two people. So this is nothing negative. But I remember on the way home, my ex-girlfriend was talking about how that must be so nice. And I, at the time, was kind of a broke entrepreneur in my late 20s. And I said, no, 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 that is really nice, and that's awesome. But you've got to understand that they just locked themselves in to their their current roles. They they can't quit their job if they want to because they those are two car payments, there's a mortgage now and they're having a child and that's all great. I'm not saying not to do that. But they can't quit their job if they don't want to work. They they now are forced yeah. to they're kind of done to Kevin's point. They they I said they just signed up for a 30-year commitment with that home and at least a 15-year, maybe 10-year commitment with each car. And an 18-year minimum commitment with the having children, which again, I'm for all of those things, so please don't take this negatively. But at the time, the only thing I could really try to help her understand is I said, they're not gonna, they're not gonna be. It was so hard for me to communicate to her why I was doing what I was doing. Because you and I, Kev, were broke entrepreneurs at the mm-hmm. time. I remember her. And I I it was so hard for her to understand how we were going to get there. And I now understand that this person doesn't understand and I wasn't good at communicating it, so I'm going to try to here. Kevin and I, in our late 20s, were broke entrepreneurs. We started a podcast called the Hyperconscious Podcast. 
and we were not very successful for the first year. We only had a thousand listens in the first year, 1,054, something like that. And lately I've been going on other shows a lot and people ask you your story and I've talked very openly and honestly about entrepreneurship and how hard it can be. This couple that we knew that Kevin and I went to high school with, they have a wonderful life. And in that moment, if you were to take just that snapshot of that Thanksgiving, I look like the loser success wise, and they look super, super, super successful. But what I tried to explain is in 10 years from now, that will flip. That will flip. Now, how do I guarantee that? It's this idea of pay now and play later or play now and pay later. So they did play now, home, multiple cars, that kind of thing. Play now, pay later, mortgage, car payments, X, Y, Z. Kevin and I were doing the opposite time, effort, and money into the business, pay now, play later. Now, obviously, it all depends on what size of the mountain. It's not like we're... But but what I want to share with everyone, and please keep in mind this is gross revenue, so look up gross revenue if you want, because gross is not take-home. It's not like this is in our bank account. But when we had... <laughs> we had our biggest month, and our month, it was $74,000. And that is more money than that couple will ever make in a single month. And And... I'm not trying to compare here because I don't care. I was just trying to explain why I was doing what I was doing to my girlfriend at the time, who was obviously freaking out about not being able to have those things that she wants yeah. now. And even that I you know, don't want to get into. But the, the point of this is that Kevin and I decided to go all in on something that we are passionate about, that is within our purpose for a profit. And everything we do at NLU is to help others create a bigger, better, brighter future on their own terms. And we've created a life on our own terms and we're leading by example right now in this moment. But the cool, the hard part about that is, is that you have to pay now and play later. That's the hard part. It, it really does suck. And, and if you do want to be an entrepreneur, be very careful and please understand that you're climbing a mountain that is way different than any treacherous hike I could possibly describe. And if you if you are an entrepreneur and considering being an entrepreneur, I really want you to really sit down with yourself and ask yourself if you're ready to suffer for many, 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 many years. And if the answer is yes, then you, you got to do it. Next Level Nation, what is happening? If you've thought to yourself, I want to try coaching, but you don't really know where to start, group coaching would be a wonderful place for you. That's really why we created it in the first place. We start a new round every 90 days. So if you're hearing this, go to the website, nextleveluniverse.com, and we have the landing page where you can actually hold your spot right now. Even if there's a group going on right now, you can still lock your spot for the next one. The biggest thing that we've seen is as we get closer and closer to the date, unfortunately, some people end up missing. The group fills up and they can't do it, and then they end up regretting that. So please head over to the website. The link will be in the show notes, and we would love to see you there. Here's how you know you're an entrepreneur when you kind of don't have a choice. You don't even want to do it. You know you have to do it. That means you're an entrepreneur. If you don't feel that way, don't do it. All right. That said, that doesn't mean you can't chase your dreams. That doesn't mean you can't have a side hustle. That doesn't mean you can't XYZ. That doesn't mean you can't be an intrapreneur, which means work for a company and have an entrepreneurial mindset within a company. There's a lot of other options. Okay. And if anyone's curious, please email me. I would love to help. Career wise, I love career development, professional development, all that stuff. That said, Kevin and I don't have a glass ceiling. 
So we had to build a really, really, really strong foundation with no safety net whatsoever coming from two jobs that did have safety nets and did have a lot of income in a very short time. And we easily could have afforded houses and cars just like they did. But we decided to go a different road. We decided to pave a foundation that is much larger. And that's why I love the analogy of the pyramid, because if you want the pyramid to to go higher, you have to have the foundation go longer, go bigger, go wider. And so we went really wide. We focused on character. We focused on systems. We focused on habits. We quit a lot of our bad habits. We built relationships with these incredible women, Emilia and Taryn. And we really built a really rock solid new foundation on the new versions of ourselves. And that's what we're trying to help all of you with as well. And fortunately, six years later, we can honestly say we are far better off success wise and internally and life on our own terms and all that stuff. And we will be far surpassing that couple that I referred to at the beginning financially long term. Do I say that to compare because we're better or worse or any of that? No, it's all about choices. It's all about your choices. If you want to live a life entirely on your own terms and you don't want to have a boss and you don't want to have to answer to anyone, you are going to have to pay for that with blood, sweat, and tears for years and years and years, probably a decade minimum. If you're okay with a corporate career or XYZ career, then you can probably afford a lot more now and your future may not be as as abundant as it could be. And the last thing I'll share, Kev, I have a client who is magnificent, definitely climbing his own Mount Everest, for lack of better phrasing, shooting very, very high in terms of his goals. And he and I were talking earlier today and he said, you know, it's so interesting. My wife comes to me and says, you make so much money. You make like 300 grand a year and, you know, all this stuff. How come we don't have any money? <laughs> and he said, we, and she, she was being playful. Obviously they have money. But the point is, is he said, well, we're, I have two college accounts for our kids. I have multiple savings accounts. I've got 401. I've got Roth. I've got all the, he's just investing in the future. He's got hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars invested in the future. But you don't see that right now. And so that's the two mindsets. You have consumers and investors. A consumer buys the cars and the houses now. And an investor buys a rental property, rents it out, cash flows it, and invests in the future while they live in a shoebox. I'm joking. Um, But that's the difference is one's a consumer and one's an investor. A consumer wants short-term pleasure at the expense of their own future. That's what credit cards are about. And then an investor is, I'm going to pay now with time and effort and money. And I hope that this is going to create way more bigger long-term gains. And that's a much deeper discussion than we can have on a podcast. So if anyone's curious about any of that, I adore talking about it. Clearly. And unfortunately, you have to be, yeah, unfortunately, you have to be okay with kind of looking like a little bit of a loser. And I don't mean to be a dick about that. And I don't mean to be curt about that. I just, it is true. Kevin and I looked like losers for a long time. And we're finally starting to actually get the payoff of being willing to look like losers for so many years. Well, we still, there are still rooms where that, energetically is similar. I, I told you this behind the scenes. I won't go into too, too many details, but Taryn and I went to dinner recently with some friends and they do a lot of traveling. They could travel a couple times a year. And when we were leaving, I could tell Taryn was thinking about it. And I said, I know what you're thinking. I know, I know, trust me, I understand. But you and I will have more travel than anybody you know eventually. It's just not going to be right now. Right now we're building and we're grinding and we're sacrificing but I also understand why it's hard when you 
compare to that? It's, it is because you're looking at right now. Another really good example of this is anything fitness related. If you've done any sort of seasons of fitness where you intentionally gain some weight so you can get stronger and put on muscle and then you intentionally cut some some weight so you can lose some fat and retain muscle in the moment you might look like you're losing you definitely i i always say being in shape is like an orchid that blooms and dies on the same day it pretty much yeah <laughs> i mean it very much right now i'm dieting so or next level life my strength yeah. is going down but when i get to the end Brutal. of the diet i'll look good but my mm -hmm. strength won't be good so unless i take my sweatshirt off, you're probably not going to think that much. And then eventually when winter comes again, I'll be trying to put on muscle and I won't take my sweatshirt off because you'll probably <laughs> think I'm, and again, these are my standards. So, you know, but, but that's just a good example of it. The snapshot of time screws with, with us all. Mm -hmm. The snapshot of time does not work in room for potential. And as a dream chaser, to Alan's point, it's not about you being better or worse, are you being more capable or less capable? It's just about the opportunity that you have as a dream chaser because your building is going to be taller most likely if you want it to. The journey will be longer. So five years into the journey, you might only be on the fourth floor, but your eighth floor is higher than anybody else's floor you know, and you're on your way to that. So that really, we do have to hop because I have a podcast here. But that really was my intention with this episode because I know if you take a Polaroid of somebody else's life and you take a Polaroid of yours, it's easy to say, well, that person's doing this and this and car and house. But five years from today, we don't know what their life is going to look like. Your life is going to look as quality to the creation that you've made. It's going to be One that. One more very quick quickly, thing. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Quickly, quickly, quickly. I know two doctors who are married. I'm a doctor. Who are now in their late 40s, early 50s, and they are wildly successful and extremely wealthy, and they are multi-multi-millionaires. And if you look at them now, and their home now, it is unbelievable. It's magnificent. It's awesome. But in their 20s and early 30s, it was nothing short of all investment and being broke college students. They went to school for 14 years, both of them. And trust me, if you saw them in their 20s and early 30s, you would not be jealous. If anything, you would be, whoa, screw that. So it's very easy to take a Polaroid of later on and then be jealous. Just be careful of comparison and make sure you're comparing apples to apples. That is one of the most important, valuable lessons for self-worth is just apples to apples comparisons. Apples to apples, not apples to apples. Apple pie. That's my new saying. One more time. Apple. Apples to apples, not apples to apple pie. Nice. A circular fruit can't win against the pie. No, no way. way. No fruit can. Yeah. More of a pecan pie man myself. I say I don't like apple pie, but you can't say a pecan. Don't compare a pecan to a pecan pie. Why not? I guess you could. This is the same thing, kind of. I don't know. Tomorrow, <laughs> we got to go. Tomorrow for episode number 1,623, have you slipped back into a bad habit? Success, good habits and bad habits are very similar where you kind of don't recognize they're happening until something big happens. So I want to talk about that tomorrow. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. Grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we don't have fans. We have family. We'll talk to you all tomorrow. Keep playing the long game. Next Level Nation.
Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family. We mean it when we say family. If you ever need anything, please reach out to us directly. Everything you need to get a hold of us is in the show notes. Thank you again, and we will talk to you tomorrow.